It's off to Leonard, defended by Simmons. Is this the tagger? High fly ball, right field. Grossman back, track, wall, see ya! Into the second deck, a grand slam the other way for Aaron Judge, and the Yankees are pouring it on! For the latest news throughout the sports world, tune in to Sports Talk with R&J every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Clovercrest Media Group presents a CMG podcast, Keys to the City. A cross stop by Colby, roll float to Shaq, and then Shaq goes like this, and the rest is history. Pay attention. Don't tell me what to do, devil woman. Speaking of those Lakers. But I, but I, hold on, fun. But I didn't make my point. I didn't make my I said Denver's going to win. Yeah, you did. You said that. There's no other show like that. Clover Crest is doing great things right now. Streaming everywhere. What's going on, basketball fans? It is a uh, Tuesday afternoon, and we are into the conference finals here. I'm joined by King Zay and Sean Scanlon. Gentlemen, how are you doing today? Real good. Doing good, brother. Real good. All right, so before we get into the um, playoff games here, uh, conference finals are all set, and uh, the West finals have begun, and game two will take place tonight. Um the draft lottery is also tonight. Uh, a lot of bad teams in the mix there, uh, the likes of the Bulls, the Kings, the Rockets, etc. Uh, Pistons, I believe, are in there. I don't know if there's any teams that made the playoffs that have made any kind of trades that are in there that 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 really wouldn't be in there otherwise. But um, like we, we talked a lot about college basketball when March Madness came around. Um, Sean, I'm, I'm going to ask you this. Is there, a, is there a certain player you think is going to go number one in this draft? Do you think it's like a, a set pick, or do you think there's multiple players that could go in this number one slot? I think it's between two players. I think uh, Cade Cunningham, obviously, I think that he's, you know, the consensus number one uh, prospect. But I think that Evan Mobley can go number one, too. Uh, I think that, you know, he's a big that's very versatile. I mean, he could, you know, he's a great defender and, you know, he can, he can go out and shoot the ball too. He can space the floor. So I think depending on which team gets it, uh, I think that they'd, they'd go either route. But uh, I think that if the Rockets end up getting it, I think they'll go Cade Cunningham because I think Christian Wood is already their established big. So I don't think they would go with Mobley. But I think there is a couple of teams that, you know, depending on whoever gets the number one pick could go with Mobley, um, depending on their needs, obviously. So I think it's between those two. Yeah, um, Isaiah, the so like I mentioned, a lot of bad teams. Uh, the Rockets, the Pistons, and the um, Magic all have 
the same odds for the number one pick and uh, floating around down uh, in the middle there. Oklahoma City, Cleveland, Minnesota, um, Toronto, Chicago, and uh, Sacramento. Oh, and New Orleans all have above a 4% chance to land that top pick. We saw a couple years ago with the Pelicans, they weren't at the bottom of the league, but they won the lottery and ended up jumping to the top and selecting Zion Williamson. Um, any players in this draft you want to see go to certain teams? Are there any Are there any fits you think um, in this draft that you think is kind of just best available? I kind of agree with Sean here. It's going to be one of those situations where this isn't like the NFL where it's cut and dry and you normally know what the team needs and where they're placing in the draft. It, it, this is a different situation where anyone could be placed anywhere because obviously it's a ping pong lottery. So we don't know who's going to be at any position. And like Sean said, it, it, it's going to be about needs. I agree. Though, I think the Rockets, maybe if you add a Cade Cunningham, they should have probably gotten Ben Simmons to help solidify a point guard. It would have been a good a trade back then if they could have got um, James Harden. Probably would have helped them got a little playoff farther in the playoffs. <clears throat> but uh, I think it's going to be one of those situations that we're going to have to just sit and wait. On this, I don't think we'll really truly know until the ping pong balls are drawn and the draft um, is solidified. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Sean, I, I like your pick of uh, Kate Cunningham first overall. I think really, no matter what team gets that pick, he will go there. But uh, there's a lot of talent in this draft. Evan Mobley, like you mentioned, is a very good player. Um, uh, we also locally, I don't know, Zay's not a a Connecticut guy, but you see Sean's wearing a Yukon shirt. James Booknight's predicted to go in the lottery. So that's something to look out for for us down here in CT. Isaiah, I don't know. You got anyone you want the Knicks to take? They'll be selecting probably in the low teens, early 20s. Um, I'm actually pretty solid on the team. I don't think the Knicks will actually be picking. I think they'll be trading that pick, trying to package it to get a better player to help boost up that team. Hopefully then make a run at maybe a, a – a Kawhi Leonard or somebody to help us Same in the time. <laughs> offseason. <laughs> Same time. I, I, I don't think it would be enough for Dame Lillard. I don't think that pick would be in a spot where they'd be like, yeah, let's give them Dame Lillard, you know. Let's give them our $150,000 man for, you know, a number 20-something pick. You know, I don't think that's going to work out well. So, well, you, you know. A little more. And I'm actually you – know, um, so draft lottery is tonight. The draft obviously will not take place until after the finals have concluded. Um, we're going to get an ad going here from Clovercrest Media, but when we come back, we'll be talking about the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> the Closing Time Podcast is back, sponsored by Rocky Hill Accountants. I'm Joe Aguirre. I'll have a brand-new co-host, Sanam Salati, who's my broker, my mentor, and my good friend, and one of the most knowledgeable people in Connecticut in the entire real estate industry. We're going to be talking about the latest goings on. We'll keep you up to date on the market, and we're going to bring on some really great guests all throughout this season, people in all different fields in the industry, like accountants, home inspectors, mortgage reps, and so much more, just to give you a better understanding of the Connecticut real estate market. We're so excited for a brand new season of the Closing Time Podcast, part of the CMG Podcast Network. It's sponsored by Rocky Hill Accountants, Go see Heidi and Glenn Parchman to file your taxes for bookkeeping, business advice, real estate investments, or whatever your accounting needs are, including cryptocurrency. Just visit RockyHillAccountants.com. We'll see you all season long on the Closing Time Podcast. All right. So now 
here comes the awkwardness of introducing the Eastern Conference Finals. The Hawks defeated the 76ers in seven games to earn a bid against Milwaukee, who defeated Brooklyn in seven games. Game one tomorrow between the Hawks and the Bucks takes place at 8.30 p.m. on TNT. Um, I'm certainly not going to go first. Isaiah, I'm going to have you go first. Why don't you tell me what you're looking forward to in this series? And I'm sure you're going to say some things about the last series, too. Well, oh, yeah. thankful we don't have to see the 76ers no more. But, uh, uh, no, um, this is going to be an interesting series. This is the one series this whole playoffs that I could think actually go either way. I've really felt certain ways. I really felt the Bucks were going to knock off the Nets. I really did tell you before that the Hawks were going to give the 76ers trouble if they weren't going to win that series. I said that before. This series I actually could see going either way, and it's based off the play of the Bucks. Um, Giannis really isn't that great of a scorer. He's really probably reached his ceiling as a player, in my opinion. And I think with that as his ceiling, unless Middleton and Holiday really come on, it's going to be hard for them to get past this round because the Hawks team, they can shoot their ass off and they could play defense. So you're talking about a serious disadvantage for the Bucs. Yeah, they play defense, but they didn't play defense that well against the Nets, basically allowing the Nets to do basically whatever they wanted to them. And obviously we've seen Durant go off of, what was it, 50-point, 60-point game, something like that the other day. So we mix that all to it with the lack of defense and – not scoring on offense between you know Middleton and Holiday, it could get real ugly for the Bucks, and I can see the Hawks taking this series in seven. So, yeah, I'm sorry, I I just see it happening. I, I don't want well, I'm a I don't want to see the Hawks go any further. But you know, Isaiah, one thing I will give you credit for is you've been high on the Hawks this whole off uh, postseason. Uh, Sean, I know you've been pretty hot on the Hawks lately as well. I mean. What has to be done for them to pull off the ultimate upset here and get to the NBA Finals? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I hate to bring it up, Lucas, but I just had to do a little recap of last series. I wish I was on the show because I did, I had the Hawks in six. I, you, you don't, if you don't believe me, that's fine. But I, I had the Hawks in six. They got it done in seven. But I just think that they're a hot team that's getting it done at the right time. Um, so I mean, I sorry, and just on the Sixers, Doc Rivers has to go. That project's got to be done, and Benson, I'm not even going to – you know what I'm going to say about him. So, But anyways, on to this series. Um, I, I agree with Zay. I think the Hawks are a team that a lot of people are sleeping on. Um, ever since Nate McMillan took over for that job, they're 35-15. and 15, um, And this is a young team that's hungry. They they know what they want to do. And uh, so I think the, the X factor for them in this series is going to be the, their bench play. Uh, Lou Williams and Danilo Gallinari have been great uh, really throughout this whole uh, – playoff run I think that and I think they have an advantage over you know the bench of Milwaukee um with Bobby Porters and Brent Forbes I think that the Bucks starting lineup is probably a little bit better than the Hawks but I, I think that the uh, the Hawks will get that extra punch uh, especially scoring wise from their bench and um I, I think the advantage for the Hawks um is that but I, I think the x factor will be uh if the Bucks can defend the pick and roll because uh, Trey Young and either Clint Capella or John Collins have been dynamic with that um, all throughout the playoff run too. If I mean, if you go defend the big man, the Trey Young's got the open floater all day. Uh, if not, then he's got an alley oop. So, but I think the Bucks are well suited to defend it with guys like Giannis and Brook Lopez who are, are good at the rim. But uh, I think that will be a big key. And then um, for the X factor for 
the Bucks, I think that Giannis is free throw shooting. Obviously, um, the Hawks utilize Hacka Simmons. I think they could do the same thing with Giannis if he doesn't figure it out from the line. Um, so I, I think that that's going to be huge for them. And then <laughs> I didn't mean to bring up Simmons. I, I just had to, you know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, and then the advantage uh, I think that the Bucks have is that the Hawks are going to be without DeAndre Hunter, who I think that he's a great defender. And I think Chris Middleton um, – I think he's going to have a lot of success against Kevin Herter, who is a fine defender, but I think that, you know, they'd be much better suited with DeAndre Hunter. So I think that the advantage is that Chris Middleton will get a lot of buckets in this series, and he's going to have to if the Bucks want to win. But uh, I agree with Zay. I, I have the Hawks winning this one at seven. I think that they're similar to the Heat team last year that is just playing – they're playing great basketball at the right time, um, and I, I think that they'll go out and uh, and defeat the Bucks. Also, I mean, the Bucks, they've – they haven't, you know, they've shown up this year for the playoffs, but obviously uh, recent years they, they've, you know, had these disasters or uh, fall downs at the end of the playoffs. And I think this is the series where it comes to fruition. So uh, I know when I texted in the group chat the other day, I said Hawks are going to win and Lucas said Bucks in four. So I, I can guarantee it's not going to be a sweep. I, I could see the Bucks winning it, but I, I definitely think the Hawks are uh, going to pull this off. Listen, listen, listen. I obviously – by what Sean just said, you guys know I disagree. Um, and there's no bias. I don't care that the Hawks knock the Sixers out. Yes, there's big problems with the Sixers. We won't talk about that. Ben Simmons can switch to his left to his or to his right. He can shoot it with his feet for all I care. He's not going to be doing it in Philadelphia. I'll tell you that. Anyways, um, I, I think the Bucks are too determined. I mean – for them to go down 2-0 in the series against the Nets and come all the way back and win that series 4-3. They lost but, Kyrie and Harding. Relax, bro. Relax. No one saw that coming. But you're acting like they still didn't have the top basketball, the top pure scorer in basketball right now on their team. Yeah. If KD didn't have those big-ass feet, though, that, that but, we wouldn't but, be talking about this, then that's what have won the series. Well, here's what you got to understand about KD, and I keep telling people when they try to compare KD and LeBron. These are two different types of players. LeBron makes the players around him better. That's how he's able to get over these hills, and, and, you know, these, these, these rough situations, because the players around him come up a level because that's what LeBron requires, and he also makes them better by his passing and, his, and the way he scores. He's the, you know, the players are playing off him. KD is a weapon. He's just a scorer. It worked out in Golden State, in Golden State because the other guys could basically hold their own, and KD could do what he had to do. He didn't have to worry about making guys play better. That's just, you know, he went to a team where guys were already established. He's a weapon. He's not a guy who's going to come into the team and make the players around him better. It's never going to happen. That's never been KD. That's just not the type of player he is. I mean, listen, they won the series regardless. Um, Brooklyn was favored in that game seven, um, and Milwaukee won it in overtime. I don't know. I just think Giannis is on a mission. He signed that big contract with the Bucks in the offseason. I I honestly don't see this, this series going more than five games. I, you can call me crazy. These are two obviously uh, – We'll call you crazy all playoffs. <laughs> Excuse me? We'll call you crazy all playoffs. <laughs> well, listen, 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 listen. I was right about the Wizards. I, <laughs> I, I would hope the number one seed can beat a play-in team. I would hope. 
If y'all couldn't I, beat the Wizards, y'all would have had some serious rebuilding issues. <laughs> hey, you never know what Russell Westbrook, the GOAT. 26 points lead okay. in game four of that series, or game five of that series. Absolutely ridiculous that we blow that. I agree, Sean. I think the Doc Rivers project is over. Um, obviously, he's, he's not a good coach. It's he's his really fault. It's his fault. He's won a championship before. With four he's, also been, he's also been at the helm of like five of the top seven playoff collapses in history. Please talk That's about that. Mm-hmm. He lost Chris Paul in the playoffs. That was his fault. Because Chris Paul is unreliable, just like right now. I think no, you know it's, it's it's happened a lot too. Teams run Paul George right now. That Paul George looked terrible. Playoff P was awful, and now he's balling right now in the playoffs. And like Lucas said, there's so many collapses that he's had. It's I mean everywhere Doc Rivers goes, these collapses happen. So I mean you could put it on the players or all. I mean, but all the players he has are all stars, all NBA type players. But everywhere he goes, Doc Rivers teams collapse in the playoffs. So I I mean I it definitely there's definitely some part with the. Sixers players that have to change, but I mean, Doc Rivers, just wherever he goes, this happens. So I think at some point it has to fall on him, too. He don't want to take the shit when we talk about how great of a coach he is. These people, y'all are terrible. I can't. He want that was so long. That was 13 years ago, though, and he had Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett. If they had wanted this year, year, everyone would be talking about, oh, re sign Doc. He's the best coach available. Give him more money. Yeah, but they, but they didn't make it out of the second round. So that's, that's not his fault. It's not his it's fault Ben Simmons can't shoot. It's really not his fault. I hate when it's they blame game him. plan. How do you let your team give up a 26-point lead? Yeah, you got to make some adjustments. Bro, there's only so much you can do. When your players are butt around you, there's only so much you can do. If it was, I mean, if it was just this year, then I, I would agree with you. But, it's I mean, it's year after year after year this has been happening to Doc Rivers. So, I think at some about, point the, some of the blame is going to fall on him too. Ed Embiid, who can't stay healthy. Ben Simmons, who can't I mean, yeah, that's... Tobias Harris was getting paid to do nothing. <laughs> I mean, it, I can't argue with any of these points, but I, he's. it also falls on Doc Rivers, though, I believe. You got to rely on players like Shake Milton. Are you kidding me? What are we play, What are we paying these other three guys for? And you want to blame uh, Doc Rivers. You want to blame Doc Rivers, but you're paying three guys to do nothing. One gets hurt. The other can't make a free throw. And the other guy's barely there half the time. And y'all want to blame Doc Rivers. Jesus. This world. I, I just either way, Isaiah. I think they're in a mess down there in Philly right now. A lot of figuring out to do. Um, How am I defending Doc more than you? This doesn't even make sense. You know what? I, uh, I'm not even going to get into it. We'll talk about the Sixers on another day on an off-season episode. Lucas is done with the Sixers talk. Um, we have a very intriguing Western Conference Finals to get into after this next ad from Clovercrest Media. So we're going to run that for you guys first. The Giants are running New York like the times as Danny is dropping all sorts of dimes. Saquon's thighs are ruining defenses' lives and Leonard Williams making opposing QBs feel him. Receivers think it's scary to line up across James Bradbury and the Giants have a bright future led by coach, judge, jury, and executioner. Tune in to Drawing About the G-Men every Wednesday at 6, live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Twitch. 
So, like I mentioned before the break there, um, very intriguing series out in the West. Suns versus Clippers. The Suns won game one. Uh, without Chris Paul, uh, the Clippers are without Kawhi Leonard as well, so both teams down a star. Um, game two tonight at 9 o'clock on ESPN. Uh, Devin Booker had a game, the game of his career in uh, his, you know, this is his first playoffs, guys, and he's playing like a like a seasoned vet. I mean, he know he knows how to win a basketball game. Uh, Sean, I'll ask you, if you're the Clippers, what do you do tonight to, to try and win this game? I mean, stopping Devin Booker, that's uh, that's a tall task right now. That He looks like, like you said, he looks like he's on a mission. He looks like he's been there before, um, I, and he's ready for the moment. So, I mean, you just got to hope that Devin Booker doesn't go off like that again. You might have to try to put, you know, Paul George on him or something like that to try and slow him down. Um, even though Paul George is going to have to carry a lot of the weight offensively, I feel like, you know, if you really want to stop Devin Booker, you might have to go to that if you're Ty Lue. But um, I, I think, you know, I, this series is going to be a lot of fun. Obviously, game one, I think, was one of the better games in the playoffs. Uh, just offensive fireworks all over the court. Um, so I, if, if you're the Clippers, you got to continue to <clears throat> get contributions from uh, the other guys like Reggie Jackson, who has been really good, uh, really unexpected to this uh, playoffs. Marcus Morris has to continue to shoot well. And I think, you know, defensively as a unit, uh, you got to try and shut down De- not just Devin Booker, but DeAndre Ayton, too, who was kind of having his way down low. Um, and obviously Clippers kind of go small ball most of the time. So I think it's really about clamping down defensively and then, you know, getting contributions from the others. But I think the Clippers will make it a series. I feel like the national consensus is that, you know, the Suns are going to get it done pretty quick in this one. But I, I think the Clippers have a shot um, to either push the six or seven. I think the Suns will win, but I, I think the Clippers uh, definitely aren't going to go out quiet. So I, I, I think they're going to win tonight and I, I expect a really good series, but uh, they, they, Devin Booker, that, that man's a problem. They they got to figure out something with him. Uh, Isaiah, I mentioned that both teams are down a superstar. Um, say both of these guys were coming back tonight and both teams are fully stocked. Um, which team has the advantage at that point? Whoa, I think if you had uh, both these guys back, I think – I still don't think you can pick a winner. You're talking about betting against Kawhi Leonard. You're talking about one of the most lethal mid-range shooters in the game who can rebound and play defense better than most players on the court. Then you bring Chris Paul back on that other team who obviously he makes that team better just by stepping on the court by the way he leads them and orchestrates that team. So to pick a winner between those two, I think it's almost – when you add those two, it's almost just as even as it is now. But I think what it really is going to come down to is coaching, and I believe that – as much as I think the Suns, like Sean said, you know, the country has the Suns winning this. I probably have the Suns winning this. The Clippers have a good chance because Tyron Lue mixes up that offense. You know, he uses his whole entire team, not just a six or seven man rotation. He's going to Terrence Mann. He's going to Rajon Rondo. He's going to DeMarcus Cousins. He's going to guys who, you know, we don't see for a while, but he, you know, he goes and he plays them when he needs to. And I think that's been a huge key to them getting over the, you know, the injuries and, whatnot that they've been dealing with throughout the playoffs. So I think if he can continue to mix the right amount of group of players together, I think he can continue to make that a series. But I think it comes down more to coaching as as the players because I think these teams are very, very evenly matched. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree, Isaiah. I think these teams are very evenly matched. You saw it was a close game on Sunday, uh, but the heroics of Devin Booker really helped the Suns uh, march on in that one. I mean, Suns have lost – 
two games this entire postseason. They've won nine, so they are very hot. Uh, ever since that bubble last year, they, they've been on fire. Uh, this is a team you don't want to mess with. Uh, I mean, it's the role players, too. Macau Bridges, Jay Crowder really doing their thing. DeAndre Ian, we'll consider him a second star, but he's also doing his thing down there. Um, and obviously, Chris Paul, he's been very spectacular for this team. Um, I, I, just his impact alone, um, not even counting his play on the court, is just phenomenal for this team. So um, that should be an exciting series. Uh, guys, I'm going to ask now. Uh, it's about time for that. Well, let's get a finals prediction going. Sean, you first. Uh, I got the Hawks and the Suns. I, I I believe that the Hawks are gonna do it. I think it's gonna be um, a good series between two really young teams that are uh, both coming up. Uh, so yeah, I, I would go Hawks Suns right now. I, I think the Suns will definitely win. Uh, I I think the Bucks. I could see it going either way, but I I just feel like the Hawks momentum that that they have going on right now. I I think it's gonna carry them into the finals. Uh, and if we're doing finals predictions, I, I'd have Suns over Hawks, but uh, I. I think these, these two conference finals are going to be very interesting, but uh, those, that's the way I see it playing out. How about you, Jose? This is a tough one. Uh, I think I have it like Sean. I think I see it Hawks, Suns. Uh, we get to see two young superstars on the rise get to play each other for the first time in the finals. I think that would be awesome. And I'm also in belief that the Suns are going to be a really good team in the West for a very long time. So we're going to be seeing them in this position – many many times to come in the future like similar to golden state how we you know i don't know if they're going to be six times in a row but i think they'll be here multiple times so um i'm gonna go hawks suns finals i don't want to bet against the clippers because Kawhi could come back but yeah hawks suns i just don't see Kawhi coming. he could but Kawhi's the type of player who likes to wait till he's 100 percent. he's really really you know big on his body and care we saw that when he got hurt with the Spurs, he didn't even come back that from that ankle injury. So I don't know. It's going to be a toss up. Who wins the series? Hmm? Who wins the series? The Suns. You have to give it to the Suns, obviously. If Chris, especially if Chris Paul is back, you, you're going to have to go against. You know, you're going to have the most experience on one side. Maybe not Finals experience, but the most you know experience playing. I guess that deep in the playoffs. So I guess you have to go with the Suns. I'm going to stick with the Suns of the West. I mean, I just think they look too unstoppable right now. But obviously, you guys know I'm going Bucks all the way. I think they're going to beat the Suns in the finals. It'll be a shame not to see Chris Paul get a ring. Um, but I, I think Giannis will get his first ring and prove why he signed that extension with this Milwaukee team. So I'm going to go Bucks Suns with the Bucks taking home the NBA championship. Um, that will do it for today's show. We will be back on Saturday after a few more games of these conference finals, giving you some updated analysts, uh, analysis on those games. Uh, and then very shortly we'll be getting to the uh, NBA finals and right into the offseason. Uh, so a lot of exciting shows to come in the future. Uh, it's been a fun playoff so far. We're glad uh, we can be with you guys right through this um, through this all. It's very exciting. Um, the, the shout out to Jace for producing the show today. And then, obviously, uh, as always, Zay and Sean, thanks for being on with me. Uh, for the Posting Up podcast and Clovercrest Media, this has been Lucas Bulldog.
Hello, my name is Joe Aguirre. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the G-Men. And great true crime shows like Sticky Meek, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.